0: Welcome to the Homeschool 5 in 10, the podcast where every episode is filled with five of the best homeschooling takeaways, tips, and resources in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Kathy Gosen. Let's get started. I am very excited to once again have my friend Karen Cerner join me today for today's special podcast. We are longtime friends and long-distance friends, but Karen is definitely my go-to girl for bouncing off ideas each school year. Welcome back, Karen.
1: Yay! So glad to be with you.
0: Well, let's get right to the topic today. It's math curriculums. Karen, over the years you have used several math curriculums and I have as well as we try to find that perfect fit for our kids. So let's begin by talking about what curriculums we have used. I have used Singapore math for kindergarten through second grade, teaching textbooks in the older elementary years, Saxon math, specifically third grade through pre-algebra, Mathematical reasoning in the elementary years and Shoreman math for upper level math. Kind of give us an overview. What math curriculums have you tried with your kids?
1: So I originally actually started out with a program called MEPS, M-E-P-S. It's actually a program based out of the uh, UK. So it's a free online program. Um, I've done Horizons for the elementary years. Uh, I also used Math mammoth and uh, I too have done mathematical reasoning and shorman.
0: okay so that being said oh, you had one more thing to say
1: I did I actually forgot we did a short stint with the art of problem solving
0: oh yes and we are going to talk about that in a little bit because there is yes. something that was a very big problem to solve with that one but we're going to get back to that Okay, so that being said, we're going to be comparing and contrasting each of these curriculums today, or most of them, and I know there are several other math curriculums out there that I've heard rave reviews about, including Math UC and Right Start Math, but today we're going to just hone in on the curriculums we have personally experienced and give you an honest review of each. So as we begin, let's start by comparing the learning methods used in each. Now, before we do this, it might help to define the two common methods, which are the spiral approach or the mastery approach. So what do those terms mean,
1: Karen? So they kind of sound just exactly like what the words say. The spiral method is going to take a math concept at its most basic level. You're going to learn a little bit about that concept, and then you're going to move on to another new concept. But later on, you're going to come back at a little bit higher level and learn the concept that was originally introduced. So you're constantly swinging back and just doing some review. And then you're going to learn that same concept at a higher level as you move forward. Mastery level, on the other hand, is going to start out with a math concept. And then you are going to learn Everything there is to know about that concept, until you have really thoroughly mastered, before you move on to the next concept.
0: And this is a big controversy in the math world. And we're not going to get into the controversy. We're just going to try and tell you what we have found with each <laughs> each approach along the way. Um, so that being said, what methods have you used, Karen? That use the mastery approach.
1: So the primary um, thing that I used was Math Mammoth. I would say that was definitely a mastery-based approach. Each chapter uh, of the curriculum, if you will, focused on a particular math concept. And so you basically picked that concept apart until you owned it and you did not move on until... You really, really had a good grasp of that concept. Um, Everything else I've used has actually been a spiral-based approach.
0: Very good. So, and for us, we used Singapore math, and that is the only purely mastery approach curriculum we used. And this, it was great during the early years because it allowed students to focus on math concepts in their entirety before moving on to something else. And there, there was a single unit on time and a single unit on money and a single unit on addition, for example. And, and as students are learning these things, it often helps them to be immersed in them um, Anyway, personally, we have tended to choose more spiral curriculums as well, as the girls have gotten older. Because I, we realize that they don't always remember things if they don't continually use them, and so that's as they've gotten older, that's been kind of helpful. And my favorite curriculums that are include a slow spiral, which I find it includes some mastery instead of the whole thing spiraling. They'll have sections that are full of mastery. The, the curriculum that I tend to lean towards that way would be mathematical reasoning. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. So you've tried uh, um, some of each of these types of curriculum. So let's talk a bit about personality types. What personalities would you think would work best with these kinds of cur- curriculum that you've used?
1: So let me first say this. Um, Mastery is really my favorite method for learning math. um, Because while I want kids to understand like why and how math works, I recognize that repetition is the absolute key to math. Um, The more a child is kept doing the same kind of problem, the more likely they are to have that aha moment about how and why it works. Um, So I would say that kids that are super focused, kids that are very analytical, they do very well with mastery-based math. Um, Kids who struggle with focusing and kids who need lots of repeat and reminders about what they have learned and about what maybe they have mastered, they're going to do well with a spiral method.
0: That's a great explanation for it. Um, my middle daughter, she always learned best with hands-on and social interaction. And so we always tried to find things that had some sort of social aspect to it. Um, Singapore, Singapore math still worked well with her. In the early years, as long as I was alongside her and we talked out every single step. Um, but finally, it hit her that that, that wasn't going to work longer because there was no social interaction as she got higher up. So then we, we tried teaching textbooks and it was horrible because she had no social interaction. But she finally hit gold with mathematical reasoning because she could solve mysteries and and riddles, which she could later share and talk about with others, and it involved that social interaction. Um, my oldest daughter, she, on the other hand, really does not like having to listen to long lectures that are that seemed to be pointless when she already knows the concepts. So she didn't really like teaching textbooks because she had to watch the video before she could do the assignment that she already thought she knew how to do. Um, But now she really enjoys like Shorman lectures because he, ask them to take notes and the notes are helpful. And so they're purposeful lectures. So it's kind of interesting to know your kid's personality as you get ready to choose out a math curriculum. That being said, do you have anything else you want to share about maybe your kids' experiences of, with different curriculum and how their personality is shown through as a result?
1: Uh, Yeah, so my son and I originally started out with this MEPS program. I got grave reviews from friends who had used it. They loved it. Um, Their kids were much further along than mine. And um, so it's supposed to be this program out of the UK. It was really, really great. Very social, very interactive. I mean, you would like toss the ball back and forth to each other and all kinds of stuff. And after about five weeks of that, my super focused, super um, analytical kid looked at me and was like, I hate this. This is terrible. Um, so at that point, we switched over to Mammoth ma- or Math Mammoth. And that was golden for him. That was mastery based. And the thing that I liked most about it was you could take a mathematical concept, say addition, and they were going to teach you. Seven different methods for how to do addition. And so in the end, the child got to choose which method they liked for solving that problem the best. I personally loved that. It tends to be, and this is going to be kind of a negative word for a lot of people. It tends to be a common core structure for math. Um, But to be honest, as a math minor, I thought that the concepts for how math was taught was really, really spectacular. And so for the super focused kid, math mammoth was great. We did that from first grade all the way through seventh grade until we transitioned into algebra. Um, For my socially interactive kid, um, we tried horizons. Um, That was great for her it was a little too advanced. It was um, the spirals were a little bit too small. So I never felt like she fully learned a concept before having to move on to the next thing. So it was just too much change. Um, And so that was not the best fit for us, but is definitely a solid math program. Mathematical reasoning, that turned out to be a better program for my socially interactive kids because you still had the colorful pictures and you still had the fun puzzles to do with it. Um, But the spirals were much bigger, kind of like what you experienced. So that's been a better fit for us.
0: Yes, I completely agree. Well, We have a lot that we want to talk about as we get into the nitty-gritty of each of these curriculum, but because it is the Homeschool 5 and 10, I'm out of time today, so we will come back next time and dissect each of these curriculums just a little bit more, so be sure to tune in as we continue to talk about some really fun math curriculums that may be good for your kids. See you then. This concludes today's episode of the Homeschool 5 and 10. If you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, please leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on and click the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. All links mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes on the homeschool5and10.com. Thanks again for listening to today's Homeschool 5 and 10, the show where I share the best and less.